Using the power of mana, a civilization had grown strong. In time, mana was used to create the ultimate weapon, the Mana Fortress. This angered the gods. They sent their beasts to destroy the fortress. A violent war rocked the world, and mana seemed to disappear. Before all was lost, a hero with the mana sword smashed the fortress. Though the civilization had been destroyed, the world was peaceful again. But time flows like a river, and history repeats. Hello everyone and welcome to Game Cola's Port Table RPG Cast, the podcast where we port a classic RPG to tabletop format. In time for the release of the HD remake and ahead of the 25th anniversary, you're listening to our campaign of the Super Nintendo classic Secret of Mana, or Mana, depending on your regional dialect. I'm Alex Jedrzak, and with me for this three-part introduction episode are Game Cola contributors James Valor Pelster. Anna Harper Bernarski, and Joseph, I don't know, Sprite, I guess, Martin. This is an extra long episode, so I'll cut straight to it. Here we go. The scene opens with a log bridge spanning two cliffs in front of a waterfall. Three boys are making their way across, but while the two in front seem confident enough, the third seems to be having trouble handling the distance to the water below. First in line is Elliot, a bullheaded youth whose white shirt and green trousers seem to have trouble containing his stout physique. In contrast, Timothy's most notable feature is his orange pointed cap that helps him pretend that he is not, in fact, a foot shorter than all of the other children in the village, similarly hiding his narrow build under a loose-fitting green shirt. Rounding out the trio is a boy with spiky brown hair sticking straight up out of a purple bandana. He has puffy blue pants and a matching short-sleeved tunic, while his belt and collar match the bandana. This is you. Please give the boy a name. Well, I think I will be giving him the name that is my general headcanon for him, and that is Valor. Okay. Um, the three children are on the bridge. Hey, guys, wait up! Shh, be quiet. The elder will find us here and he'll be mad. Yeah, we're not supposed to be here. There's a ghost around. Ha, huh, do you really believe that? People say that to scare us. But I heard Grandma say something about a shiny object near the falls. That must be some kind of treasure. We have to find it. Valor starts to fall backwards. Whoa, whoa, help! I'm falling! Ah! Far below, you splash down at the bottom of the falls. You're floating next to some lily pads in a round pool enclosed by tall rocks that hold the water in. You can see that the water flows off to the east, west, and south. Ouch! Ugh. Oh, no way to get back up. Now what am I going to do? Um, where would you like to go? I would like to head down to the south. Okay. You head down to the south. Um, you kind of follow the stream around. It's a little hard to get out because of all the rocks, but you do see down there a a little kind of a, a water spout that's flowing out of the uh, the side where you could get out of the, uh, the stream. All right. Well, let's get out of there and try and... Dry off as best we can. Okay. As you climb out, um, you hear a mysterious voice. Valor. Valor. 
That's strange. Must be the wind. <laughs> um, so yeah, you 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 follow. There, there's not really much of a, a choice in where to go. There's trees lining one side and the the rocks holding in the stream following the other. So you follow along uh, the path, and uh, there's a little wooden bridge, like a, a nicely carved uh, plank of wood with some stairs that kind of crosses over these rocks and lets you cross to the other side of the river. But um, once you get over there, you notice that there's some pretty heavy brush that's kind of blocking your way. Uh, the village is this way. I have to find something to cut through. Now, um, okay, uh, roll a perception check. All right. I got a three. Oh, okay. Um, maybe you should try exploring a bit more. There's, um, there's an, uh, another little uh, outlet uh, where water is streaming between the rocks uh, so you could kind of climb back into the river. All right, uh, I'll go ahead and head in there. I'll probably, like, uh, take off my shoes or something. <laughs> it's already just gotten dry. You're going to, uh, I guess, tie them, I guess, tie the laces together and throw them over your shoulder? Yeah, probably. <laughs> okay, uh, you, you climb into the river. Um, it is blocked by lily pads in one direction. So the other way, uh, if you follow it along, you uh, come across a, a rusty sword that's just stabbed into a rock. I mean, a sword should be a decent thing to cut through that brush over there, so I'll probably head over to it. Okay, um, as you approach the sword, you hear a mysterious voice again. Valor, remove the sword. Who are you, and what's this sword doing here? Uh, you pull out the sword, and then uh, as soon as you do, brilliant light just uh, blinds you. Ugh. Huh? Ah! Ah, that light! So bright, I can't see. Oh, what ghost? The ghostly image of a knight appears before you and says, Valor, Valor, it is I who asked the sword. Say what? You mean this sword? The brilliant light is gone in an instant. Uh, I, I, I have to get back. Okay, so you now have a sword. Um, so you are able to go back to that, uh, the brush and. Cut right through. Um, All right. Like a hot knife through buttery proverb. <laughs> yes. <laughs> um, yeah, you follow along the path a little bit, and in front of you, in a clearing, you see a small, round, yellow creature with buck teeth, a fluffy pink tail, and two long ears that it seems to use like hands. Whoa. What's a rabbi doing in a place like this? Roll for initiative. All right. Okay, so 15. Okay, uh, the rabbi got a three, so uh, go ahead and go first. All right, well, I figure I should probably just run up and take a nice old swing at it with my newly found sword. Okay, uh, roll for hit and then roll damage. All right. I got a 20. Okay, yeah, that'll hit. A natural 20? Right. Yes, that is a natural 20. That oh, okay. is a nat 20. Um, All right. Then I will actually give you, um, for crits... You're going to get a max roll of your your normal die that you use, and then you roll again to get additional damage. All right. So uh, 4 plus 8 plus 1d8. Yep. Okay. I got a 6. Okay. Uh, this rabbi... So 10, says so 18. <laughs> this rabbi is just completely decimated. Um, the rabbi... Just, get whacked. Yeah, Rabbi gets whacked, thank you, and literally just explodes into fluff. Poof. 
I knew it was all just fur. Oh, yeah. No, I get it. I, I got that reference. That actually wasn't meant to be a reference. Oh, you really? know what? You're right. You're right. That was not an intentional reference, but I'll take it. <laughs> <laughs> Go figure. Oh, <laughs> uh, I don't know. <laughs> Whoops. Oh, well. Unintentional references are best references. Okay. Um, I'm just going to say there's there's not much to do in this forest. There's kind of one path that you... You wind through, there's a part where you follow along the river for a little bit, you cut through some more underbrush, and then eventually you come to another bigger clearing where there are three rabbites just kind of hanging out. Go ahead and roll for initiative. All right, let's join in the rabbi party here. All right, uh, not so good this time. I got a nine. Okay, so um, these rabbites uh, aren't very happy to see you. They are, in fact, believe it or not, monsters. So, um... Mm. This one, like, hops up on its tail, and it spins its ears around and kind of, like, flies at you, doing a cool... It would be like a hurricane kick if it was using its feet. It's a helicopter. Yes, thank you. Which is going to hit you twice. Um, yes, that hits. That time for four, and then it hits you again, which misses. So uh, you take four damage, which um, I'll take a moment to uh, remind our listeners at home... Now, this is kind of a uh, a mix of D&D and the original game, so he's starting with 50 hit points. Yep, unlike D&D where I'd probably have, like, eight, and I yeah. would be at half health by this point. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> oh no, I'm being attacked by a being that is entirely made out of fur. <laughs> I'm already at half health. <laughs> the the other one kind of hops up um, and just kind of tries to bite at you, um, but also misses. So now it's your turn. All right. I am going to take a swing at the guy that just did the little twirly helicopter move. Okay. So I am upset at him, and I am upset at my dice. I got a three after bonus. Okay, no, that's uh, that, that doesn't hit. All right. The other guy uh, is kind of just hopping around back here, but doesn't seem too incredibly concerned. He thinks that the other two seem to have it. Yep. Um, but it's back to the first guy who tries to bite you um that is All a right, twirly coming in hit well he's just biting this time oh but he does another oh. four damage um, i'm gonna call him twirly because he that's that that's you know big impression there okay the other guy bites you and he does two damage we got twirly and bitey here and then we got sleepy over in the back uh it is back to your turn all right well this time i shall attempt to once again Make contact this time. Perhaps being a little more successful, that is a 13. That hits. Excellent. Okay. And I do 7 damage. Okay, that's pretty good. Then it is back to these guys. Uh, the guy that who you just hit uh, hops off. Um, and the guy next to you, uh, that's a hit, and uh, bites you for 1 damage. The other guy... Uh, he's still kind of hopping around back there. So the guy I just hit ran away, correct? Yeah. Okay. Uh, I think I'm going to actually go ahead and run after him and try and target him again. So, you know, just get get him out of the picture sooner. Okay. Uh, that is a an 11 to hit. I'll say that's a hit. All right, that's a hit. Good. Ooh, nice. I deal 12 damage. Oh, ouch. Okay, yeah, no, he uh, explodes yeah. into a... a just fluff the next one who had been attacking you 
uh, is going to do the cool spinny move, hops up onto its tail. Um, oh, twirly coming at me again. Spins around, um, misses you with one ear, and uh, hits you with the second ear for three damage. All right. I take it like a champ. Oh, and then um, the last one hops up uh, and bites at you with its big old teeth. Right. Oh, it does Sleepy. a critical hit. Oh, boy. That is a critical bite. You get whacked. Um, oh, no. For a grand total. Tyler gets whacked. For a grand total of uh, five damage. Oh, brutal. I'm going to be nursing my wounds on the way back to the village. I'm just going to show up just all beaten up, and they'll be like, what is it? Rabbits. <laughs> Rabbites. <laughs> Sorry, Rabbites. All right. Uh, I am going to try and take out the twirly. Okay, maybe not. That is another three. That's a miss. Um, this one uh, doesn't like being called twirly, uh, and so <laughs> in being called that, rears up, hops up on its tail, uh, twirls at you, misses with that first ear. It must have a short first ear. Yeah, uh, it's off balance. And the other one hits you for one whole damage. Um, All right. And the other guy, uh, I'm going to say, bites you. Uh, but misses. Sleepy. All right. Better luck next time, Twirly. All right. That's better. Uh, that is 14 to hit. That hits. All right. And ideal. Five damage. Okay. Then it's back to the other guy um, who's going to hop away a bit. And the other one who's remaining uh, misses. All right. Let's see if I can do this again. That uh, is 18 to hit. That's a hit. He takes seven damage. Okay, that one uh, explodes into fluff. Um. Oh, and a uh, treasure chest drops out. Oh, just poof! It just explodes, and then when the when the fluff settles, just a big old yeah, a treasure. Pumpkin. Wow, that is big. Yeah, a green, a green, yeah. <laughs> a green treasure chest with a uh, gold decorations, kind of just appears it's much larger than the uh the rabbite uh so you're not sure where the rabbi was holding this exactly but it uh it appears out of the fluff well hammer space is a wonderful thing um and this one hops up on its tail um spins around that twirly number two yes that one was a miss twirly this junior is a hit they sure seem to like missing with that one ear uh, huh. Yeah, they must have, like, one short ear and one long ear. But yes, uh, it is your turn. All right. All right, twirly number two. Ooh, that is a nat 20. Okay, um, go ahead and do the, the critical. All right, he takes... All right, that's, I only rolled a one, but that's still... That's, yeah, 13 damage. All right, yeah, that, that uh, rabbi gets whacked completely. Explodes. And yeah, you've defeated all the rabbites. Woohoo! Well, uh, probably you should take a take a look at this treasure chest over here. It's, it seems mysterious. Yeah. Uh, yeah. There's this green treasure chest here for you. Huh? Does it appear to be locked in any way? Yeah. Um, you wouldn't be able to open it if you just kind of you know tried to lift the lid. Hmm. Uh, I I think I have an idea. I'm gonna try and just pick it up. Just probably I'm going to try and shake it around, see if I hear anything inside. And then just frustrated, I'm just going to go, all right, smash, just crash it back down into the ground. 
Yeah, it uh, it rattles around a bit. You can hear something jingling inside, and then you slam it down. the uh, The lid pops open, and out pops a candy. Oh, awesome! It's my favorite. <laughs> so you now have um, you now have a candy, uh, and you are free to go on your way again. It's a fairly straightforward path. Um, you pass by some flowers. Um, you cross over a bridge. There's a sign that probably says Potos Village this way. Uh, you cross over a bridge, cross over another bridge, and you're in town now. All right. You walk through the, uh, there's a sort of a wooden gate that you come through into the village. There's a nice little stone path. There's uh, a lot of wildflowers growing around. It's a nice, you know, quaint little town. Um, there's maybe five or six buildings, um, which seems to be not enough buildings for the uh, number of people, especially considering that one of them's an inn, one of them's an item shop, one of them is a pub. Um, you have about two houses worth of actual like living space for the uh, you know ten or so people that live here. But yeah, you're you're here in town. You can see some people milling about. There's a uh, there's an old lady uh, wearing a purple dress with a pink shawl. There's a middle-aged woman with blue hair wearing a pink dress and a matching floppy hat with two little puffballs dangling off. Uh, there's you know a middle-aged man with a mustache. You're here in town, and you see uh, you see the townspeople around. Well, I think I should probably talk to uh, the first uh, the the older lady that I see. She's the closest here. You know, see if yeah, anybody's she's... been. You know, see if anybody. I assume people probably heard about what happened. Okay. Uh, did you see that, Fowler? A minute ago, something lit up the sky near the falls. I have a really bad feeling about this. Yeah. Well, I, I'm okay too. Thanks. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, well, uh, good to see, you know, everyone is concerned. I'm gonna head down, down to the to south and see what's in that building down there. Okay, um, south of the entrance, there's two buildings. Uh, there's an item shop and an inn. I'm gonna go into the item shop. Yeah, so you, you walk into the item shop. It's relatively small. Um, the walls at the back are packed full of, uh, shelves with, you know, potions and that kind of thing. And there's a, a large desk that spans the entire width of the room behind which is a a man in a turban who's vigorously dancing he just like will not stop he's spinning around he's shaking his arms um oh okay so the the merchant calls out uh as he's dancing he says fowler on an errand for the elder best hurry along ah good old steve always just just really into dancing you know just always good to see he's always high energy you know feeling good so uh, i you know just give him a wave and uh head on back out there's uh there, there's not a lot of sales to be made perhaps um here yeah, especially not to people of your own village i'd imagine yeah it's either sell to the same you know five or ten people or hope that somebody comes in he actually um he's a little bored so he uh he says here and he, he tosses you a candy oh well, awesome. Thank you. So, yeah, you uh, are you on your way then? Off to see the yep, elder? I bid him farewell, and I will leave the shop. Okay, um, yeah, you're back outside. You're next to the inn and the item shop. All right, well, he mentioned the elder, so perhaps I should head on over to his residence and uh, see if may- maybe he's concerned. See if anybody in this village has actually heard about or is concerned about my well-being. So you approach the elder's house, um, and Elliot and Timothy are standing there uh, with the village elder in front of his house, uh, a nice-looking house raised up on a small hill. As his title would suggest, the elder is quite old, um, with a full white beard, 
and matching hair that peeks out from under a brimless hat that goes with his faded red scarf wrapped over his white robes. Yeah, the, the elder speaks up. Fowler, you're not hurt? They told me what happened. I thought you were a goner. I told you it was stupid to bring someone like him along. You idiots! Weren't you told not to go there? Huh? Valor! What's that you have? Oh no! It couldn't be! Cool, did you find the treasure? Way to go! What have you done? How could you have pulled out the mana sword? It's impossible! The mana sword? Legend has it our village is finished. If the sword is removed, and here it is! It is said that the mana sword has been protecting our village from disaster. So that's it. That's why all the monsters are attacking us now. How could an outsider like you yank out the sword and bring doom to us all? He starts hitting you. Ugh. Hey, stop it! You did it! It's all your fault! You! Please, stop! Suddenly the ground starts shaking. Uh, you guys kind of tumble a bit. You've been pushed back as he's been hitting you. Uh, and then, uh and then suddenly the ground falls out beneath you. Um, you land on hard dirt down in, in a small cavern, and your eyes take a moment to adjust to the darkness. The first thing you see is a pile of white bones lying next to you, completely picked clean. Ugh. Help! Uh, m monster! You have a sword, don't you? Use it! Turning around, you see it. Two yellow eyes stare down at you from the shadows. It steps out into the light, and you see yellow and white carapace that looks like armor, with two jagged scythes where you expect hands to be. The creature wiggles its mandibles as it stares at you, probably as surprised as you are about the current situation. Either way, it doesn't seem to like having two children randomly drop down into its lair. Um, a man calls from up at the, uh, the hole that you just fell through. Hey, can you hear me? Watch how the monster moves before attacking. Go ahead and roll for initiative. Alright, got a 12. Okay, um, the mantis ant uh, goes first, and it jumps back a bit, and it starts kind of dancing around and throws uh, one of its scythes at you, uh, which... Oh, that's a hit. Roll a, uh, a constitution saving throw. Okay. Now, are, are these numbers here, is that my bonus, or is yeah. that my actual number? That, that's... Um... Okay, so I got I got a 15 total. Okay, um, you're fine, but you, uh, you take... Call that six damage. All right. And it is your turn. All right. Well, I'm a little winded, so I think I'm going to take this time to try and just generally brace myself. I'm going to slowly approach, and at the same time, I'm going to try and kind of build up energy. Oh, I see. Are you uh, are you perhaps charging, would you call it? I would indeed call it that. Okay. Um, yes, you, you slowly move towards the, uh, the mantis ant. Um, yeah, you charge up your weapon. The... Mantis Ant um, swipes at you with its scythes, um, one for each hand, uh, so two hits uh, is going to be, that is a hit. Yes, um, okay, so it does seven damage the first time, uh, swipes at you again, that is also a hit. Um, ouch, yes, so you take a total of 13. I'll, I'll remind you, you, you have two actions you can take. I have two take. candies. Well, um, oh, I have two, two actions, yes. <laughs> So, uh, now would say eating a candy perhaps, uh, disrupt my charge. Um, but you have two actions, so you can, you can go ahead and attack. Yeah, I can, I can take a swing at him. All right, well, I'm gonna, now that I'm fully charged up, you know, a little weary, but I'm gonna try and 
give it the best, you know, full force swing I can. <laughs> okay, did you get a crit? That would be a nat 20. Uh, that's a nat 20, a yeah, charged yeah, yeah. up nat 20. I don't know how that's going to work. I probably broke everything. I haven't decided exactly how to handle <laughs> I knew it. a critical... I um, let me think, because um, you normally would get two rolls. Um, so I guess what I'm going to say is that would be 8 plus 8, plus I'll give you another single roll. <laughs> All right, so 4 plus... Uh, 16, so 20, 20 plus my, my, my D8. All right. 21. <laughs> Did you get a one? I, had, I got a one. <laughs> womp, okay. womp. Well, the Mantis Ant doesn't seem to like that. Um, All right. And then, and then I quickly just pop, you know, grab a piece of candy out of my pocket and just pop it in my mouth. Okay. Um, that heals you for 25, which, um, brings you... Oh, it's only 25 now? I've... I thought those were, like, 100 or something. Yeah, but, um, you're not going to be leveling up much. Uh-huh. Um, you... Oh, I see. So we don't want to just always have full heal items. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I've, um, I've decreased it. Um... Gotcha. So gotcha. you are, yes, you're back at 34. The Mantis Ant does not look happy, jumps away, and, uh, sprays you with poison breath. So go ahead and roll um, another constitution uh, saving throw. All right, let's see. Now that I've gotten that good roll, it's probably going to suck. Yep, uh, six after bonus. Okay, um, yeah, you're poisoned, which means that um, every round you're going to take uh, some small amount of damage. Uh, and it is your turn. All right, well, let's see. I got 34 health. That's not too bad. Uh, I think I'm going to just run right back up to him and just take a normal swing at him. Okay. Uh, that is an 18 to hit. That hits. All right. He takes seven damage. He's still going, but looking pretty bad. And, uh, does another double attack, double swipe, uh, with his scythes. Um, that is a hit. Uh, that is six damage. Um, and then another hit for two so uh, a total of eight um and you also take another hit point off um so nine total but uh okay so it's your turn well i think i'm probably gonna pop another candy <laughs> just in case okay because I, I i am at below half so i wouldn't be wasting any hp yeah so i will take another swipe at him that is a 12 to hit uh it's just barely a miss oh rats or ants i should say <laughs> Um, the mantis ant jumps again and throws a scythe at you, um, which hits. I duck. <laughs> it hits. Oh. Um, again, go ahead and roll a constitution saving throw. All right. That is, ooh, nice. Uh, total 19. Okay, yeah, you're, you're fine. Uh, so it's your turn. All right. Oh, wait, did I calculate damage? Uh, no, you oh. did not. Um, you take seven damage, uh, and right. it's your turn. Get back here, you... Ah, not so good. That is a five to hit. Uh, that misses. All right. Um, the Mantis Ant casts Gem Missile. Uh-oh. Uh, so three gem stones just kind of appear out of the cave and spike down at you for five damage, and it is your turn. Yeah, that's no fair. I don't even know magic yet. <laughs> that is... I, I, I give him a rebuttal of... 19 to hit. Yeah, that hits. All right. He again takes seven damage. Okay. Um, 
So the mantis ant starts exploding. Its entire oh. body just starts flickering reds and yellows as it blows apart. It's Blech. yeah, it, it is like Spraying guts everywhere, bursting into flames, flaming guts, and a final oh. a final blast Blech. blinds you with brilliant white light. Uh, and as the light fades away and embers are you know floating around, uh, a single thought fills your mind. Way to go. Um, the man calls down from uh, up at the top of the hole. He tosses down a rope and he says, uh, You did it! Wait there, I'll pull you up. Um, so now you're back. Elliot, who had been uh, crouching in a corner, he just yells and runs off. But you're back there, you're standing in front of the pub, and the man says, that appears to be the real mana sword. Uh-huh. What? It is supposed to be pulled out by a knight in times of great trouble. Problem is, you're too young. Something must have happened to the mana sword. Uh, here. It's yours. Sorry, but the sword is losing its power and must be re-energized. Only the person who pulled it free can do that. What should I do? Visit Sage Luca in the Water Palace. She's been protecting these lands for over 200 years. Listen to her advice. Um, so then... Uh, Timothy walks up, the one in the hat. Uh, he comes over and he says, Maller, the elder wants to see you in his house. Uh, the man, I guess he's busy, he has to go, so he says, Well, I'll, I have to be off. Oh, my name is Gemma. I'll wait for you inside the water palace. All right, Jetty, got it. <laughs> That's Gemma, but but close enough. I'll, I'll, I'll see you at the water palace. All right. Get going. Do you, do you want to go straight to the elder's house, or, uh... Probably a good idea to, well, yeah, probably a good idea to head over there right away. Okay, so, yeah, you, you go inside the elder's house. Um, It's a, a decent enough house. There's kind of, uh, you know, it looks cozy. There's a, a fire going uh, in the stove in the kitchen. There's a, a small table with two chairs and uh, some, like, a tea set setting down. You know, there's some herbs hanging off the walls, some pictures. It looks like a, a pretty pleasant place. Um, except that literally every adult in town, all five of them, are standing here uh, aggressively having a discussion uh, about you. Hmm, this can't be good. Elder, we can't go on like this. Yeah, there's no end in sight. Oh, Valor, you've really done it to me this time. The reason why monsters have appeared is because you removed the sword. It's settled. We can't let Valor stay in the village anymore. If we do, more monsters will come after him. Go, get out of here. Yeah, on your way now. They start to push you uh, back towards the door. I don't want to do this, but I have no choice. I'm going to have to ask you to leave the village. You can take what's in the treasure chest downstairs. Everyone kind of uh, glares at you as they walk out, uh, except for the elder. The elder stays. Well, actually, you know, I should probably head down into the basement and just grab whatever it is, lest he change his mind. <laughs> Yeah, so you you go downstairs. Um, there's a bunch of pots and boxes. Uh, there's a, a suit of armor hanging on a, a coat rack, um, and there's a another one of these green and gold chests down there. Oh, and there, there's a, a little girl who's kind of playing. I guess she uh, they don't have daycare really in this village. So while they were having the meeting upstairs, she was just kind of hanging out in the basement. I'll see if the little girl has anything to say. Heading out. See you later. Oh. That's really sad, actually. <laughs> she doesn't Aww. quite seem to understand the the weight of the situation. Yeah, ooh. All right. 
Well, uh, just out of spite, I'm just gonna grab this chest, shake it up and down, and just smash it as hard as I can into the floor. So yeah, you, you shake the chest around, you smash it onto the ground, uh, and a candy pops out. Right. Uh, the, the... Well, I, I, I take that candy, and I head back on upstairs, and you know, see if you know the elder has anything else to say. Perhaps. Yeah, he uh, he gave you his secret stash that he was really you know saving one for later. One candy. Yeah. Wow, <laughs> one whole you know whole piece of candy. Who knows how many years it's been sitting in there? <laughs> you know, who knows? Maybe this is uh from his childhood. But yes, yeah, so you go back upstairs. You speak to the elder, and he, he says, "I took you in and I raised you, but there's nothing I can do to help. Please forgive me. I know I've told you this before, but." Your mother brought you to this village when you were just a baby. Soon afterwards, she disappeared. I took you and have done my best to raise you, but now we must part. I truly hope you can find your mother someday. Goodbye, Valor. I bid him goodbye, and I leave the building. Is there anything else you want to do in town? Maybe stop uh, stop by the inn, see if I can rest up, perhaps. Maybe perhaps the, uh, the item shop as well. Uh, you go into the inn, and uh, it looks like the same guy from the item shop, and he's also dancing around. Hmm. I'm, I'm not entirely sure that it isn't just the same guy. Maybe he runs between. Um, yeah, he's dancing around. Yeah, secret underground passage. Sorry. Well, hey, hey, Steve. So I see if I can perhaps rest up a little bit. Uh, he says, whew, my nerves are shot, but... Considering the the frazzled look on his face as he kind of dances around, maybe you could uh, go ahead and just take a rest in one of the beds. I mean, you you have lived here for so long. Uh, I'm yeah, sure you wouldn't Mike, mind. I'm just going to go ahead and do that. Okay. You take a little rest. <laughs> Wait, no, that's a quest. <laughs> I actually don't know. Is there a song for sleeping in Secret of Mana? There is, but it's more of like a little like it's not really a jingle. It's the same as the um the game over theme, if I remember right. It's like a it's like a more of a lullaby sort of thing. Yeah, and like it continues on for like a little bit. But um yeah, so yeah, you, you take a little nap. Um you're feeling refreshed, you've got your full hit points back, you're no longer poisoned. Alright. Oh yeah, that's right. <laughs> um did you wanna to go to the item shop? Yeah, I think I will. You know, just, you know, I said hi to Steve. Now I think I'm going to go and say hi to Steve. Uh, He says, I'm only selling you stuff because the Elder ordered it. You have to equip new armor for it to protect you. Good advice. Uh, Well, what's he got? Um, He has a bandana and some overalls. Huh. Uh, am I wearing any of that stuff already, or? Um, I'm not really keeping track of... uh armor specifically uh in this i think I, isn't your character already wearing a bandana in the sprite but um not actually apparently you have to buy your own bandana uh and equip it um all right well i'll try and grab you know some overalls and a bandana and i shall endeavor to equip them as well yes um he he gives you another candy oh thank you he says he's only selling me this stuff because the elder ordered it, but I'm not so sure. I, I think it's one of those places where you get a, a free gift with every purchase. Oh, yeah. it's like a, you know, premier ball or something. <laughs> but uh, he says, "Be seeing you." Yeah, maybe. <laughs> well, not much else to do. I guess I'll head out of the shop and head towards the uh, the entrance to the village. Um. But yeah. So okay, you go up. Um. And the the man who's there in the elder's house having a discussion with them, he's standing there, and uh, he says, 
you're hereby banished from Potos Village. Now get out of here. Yes, I basically just, you know, make sure I'm all set and packed and just... Equipped. Yeah, equipped and head on out into the outside of the village. Okay, um, yeah, so now all there is left to do is to head on to the Water Palace as Gemma so kindly guided you, and uh, that is the end of this session. All right. The scene opens on a throne room. Nobles line the court and guards are posted at every entrance. Sitting on the throne is an aging king, his white beard matching the fur lining of his generically royal-looking red cloak. You can assume the woman in the throne sitting next to him is the queen, although she lacks the crown to match his. In front of them, standing on the steps to the throne, is a rather distinguished-looking knight with a yellow cape covering a rather decorative suit of armor. His purply white hair and beard only add to his commanding presence and give him an air of experience and competence. A young lady runs into the room as they seem to be wrapping up. She has puffy pink striped pants and a matching strapless top that shows off some pretty toned arms. If we're to assume that she's the princess here, she's not the sheltered type. Please name this young lady. Harper. Harper, got it. The white-haired knight is talking with the king. The witch Alini is draining people's energy. Those people are going to the ruins in the southern powder of this town. I'll have a look around. He starts to leave. The king responds, What a nightmare! The people in my country are acting like zombies! The troops I sent to fight the witch were captured. What? You and Dad made Dialuk go to the witch's castle? How dare you try to drive Dialuk and me apart? Oh dear. I suppose she's so selfish because she was raised by a man. It's been tough since she hasn't had a mother. I wanted to make her happy on her wedding day. That's why I arranged for her to marry a young nobleman. But now she tells me she's in love with a soldier. Dad, you're impossible. I'll make my own decisions about my life. How rude. Be that way. I'm leaving. I'm going to teach that wish a lesson. I'm going to save Dialogue. I am not returning to this place. Ever. Uh, we're going to skip ahead a bit for the sake of time. Uh, you... <laughs> that was amazing. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to fight everybody. So yes, you're not happy about uh, your boyfriend Dialuk being sent off to fight the witch. Um, but... You know, over the over the past few weeks, he's been kind of talking about this witch castle mission. Um, so you kind of have a vague idea of where things are going down. So if he left this morning, uh, you can't be too far behind. So you run after him. You make your way to the water temple where you use the magic gate to uh, transport you to the haunted forest. Um, and it's not far from there to the witch's castle, which is where you stand now, outside of Elini's castle. It's a rather opulent-looking castle, with gargoyles and peaked towers. Your own castle in Pandora looks much more functional. The level of decoration reminds you more of the temple ruins outside of town. Perhaps there was some religious significance to the site before the witch took up residence. You stand at the front gate. Are you ready to enter? Yes. Ready to punch everything. Ah, yeah. You enter the foyer. The castle interior reminds you more of your own home castle, with grey stone walls and few decorations to speak of. At the other end of the room, you see a wooden door in a stone wall, but before that is a metal gate stretching straight to the ceiling. Um, go ahead and roll a perception check. Uh, 16 total. Okay, yeah, um, you notice that there is a, uh, a metal tile on the floor in front of the, uh, in front of the gate with a purple orb kind of sitting at the center. Um, it, it looks curious, perhaps. I want to poke it. <laughs> Okay, um, yeah, you, you, you go up, 
you you poke it and uh the the little purple orb kind of sinks down the gate goes ahead it opens up um and you are able to continue on up to the door sweet i'm gonna do that (laughs) i am a girl on a mission the next room is smaller uh there's a square table with four chairs around it two to the left two to the right uh, and past that is a staircase. Um, go ahead and roll another perception check. Ooh, okay, so that's a 22 total. So it's a nat 20. Oh, okay. Um, you take a look around, and you can pretty obviously tell there is something up with these chairs. Like, it almost seems like they're waiting for you. One of them is turned around weird. I don't like that one. <laughs> um, I'm going to go fix that one. <laughs> you're going to go fix it? Okay, uh, we'll uh, go ahead and roll for initiative. <laughs> 13 total. I'm going to give you, because you got such a good check, I'm going to give you an extra round. Okay, so, cool. Okay, uh, you, you are over next to the one that is facing the wrong way. <laughs> and I'll remind you, you're wearing gloves, uh, so you get two punches. Um, You have to roll uh, to hit for each. Twice. Yeah. Yeah. But you get a, a 1d4 plus... Uh, Plus two. two. Yeah. Cool. Alright. First is a 17. Okay, that hits. Do I, do I add anything to that? or? Oh, right, yeah, you you have, um, you had your decks. It, it's like uh, Dungeons and Dragons. Okay, uh, so that's a 20 total to hit for the first one. Yeah, that hits. And then that's uh, five damage. Um, second one is 21 to hit, wow. and that's uh, four total damage. Okay. Yeah, that chair is looking a little rough. It uh, turns around, um, and it's not like a natural chair. It's not like stiff. It starts kind of bending around, um, and it jumps at you uh, with a 17, which hits. um, Yeah. And does uh, two damage. And also, uh, for our listeners at home, I am keeping vaguely, 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 not so much with the monsters, but with the characters, um, vaguely within the realm of what they had in the original game. So she's starting with 40 hit points. Now... More than most D&D characters when they start. <laughs> yes, significantly That's great. <laughs> The other two chairs are, are coming at you, uh, but they're not quite there yet. Sorry, it's your turn again, so... Oh, okay. Well, first one misses, because that's like a 7. Yeah, that misses. The next one is a... Uh, uh, math, 12. Okay, yeah, that hits. Okay, cool. At least one of them does. Uh, four damage. Okay, yeah, that um, that chair kind of bursts into splinters. <laughs> I just wanted to turn it around. <laughs> just wanted things to be neat. <laughs> um, the other two chairs. Um, this one comes up to you, and it kind of does a cool spinning thing. Um, and okay, fourteen hits, and. <sighs> Uh, does two more damage. And I'm mesmerized by how cool it is. <laughs> with the chair? The, the fact that the chair is trying to kill me. <laughs> it's just so cool. <laughs> Metal. You're pretty, you're pretty hyped about this? Pretty hyped about fighting chairs. Um, the other chair hops along. Um, much like some sort of small animal. It just barely hits you um, mm-hmm. for three damage. So it's your turn. Gonna hit the one in front of me. Not the seven. Again. Uh, yeah, that misses. And the next one is a ten. Hey, that hits. Oh, sweet. Alright, that's another four! Jeez! Doing pretty good. Yeah, the chairs, they both go ahead and attack. Oh, 
That's a, a 20, so that is actually... Oh, uh, you take five damage, um, and the other one misses you. All right, so for my first attack, I get a 14 to hit. Okay. That's another four! Are these... <laughs> Jeez. You're using okay. real physical dice? I'm, re- I'm using real life dice. The next one is a 16 to hit. Okay. All right, come on, D4, be nice. Oh, sweet. All right, that's a six damage. Ouch. Okay. Um, actually, yeah, the uh, the first one died, so you, I'll, I'll let you use the other one on the other. Okay. I was just so hyped to hit these chairs that I was just bashing at splinters, and I was like, "Oh wait!" And then I turn and just like pat- punch the one behind me in the face. Yeah. Whatever the face equivalent would be for a chair. Oh, um, sorry. While the other one is busy uh, bursting into splinters, um. It drops a treasure chest. Oh, hell yes. I'm going to check that as soon as these other chairs are dead. <laughs> okay, there's there's Sweet. one more chair, which um, uh, does 18 to hit you, and oh, four damage. It's your turn. Okay. That is a uh, 16. Okay. That's a six damage. Oh yeah, no, that, that chair bursts into splinters. Okay, well, I got a dirty 20 for the second one, so I'm just still like I'm hitting the splinters. Yeah, they they turn into like into the wall. Like literally just dust now. There's just sawdust coating <laughs> the floor. Um, okay, I want to go after that treasure chest. Unless that other chair is gonna come and attack me. But the uh, the fourth one's actually just a chair. Okay, I'm just gonna push it in. <laughs> there we go. A little better. Okay, so you are standing in front of a surprisingly large green treasure chest uh, compared to the size of the chair that it came out of. <laughs> What's in it? Is it cool? Is it cool stuff? Uh, we we don't know yet. Um, you gotta get it open. I'm gonna do that. Am I rolling? Well, you you need to find some way in which you would open the treasure chest. Can I use that other chair <laughs> to smash it open? <laughs> I will allow you to do that. Yes. I am apparently pretty built. <laughs> <laughs> so okay. I'm gonna go ahead and just say that you uh, you you smash the treasure chest. Uh, with with a chair, um, and it pops open. Um, the traditional way of doing this, uh, <laughs> as per the game, is that you shake it over your head, throw it down on the ground, and uh, it kind of pops open after that. But I, I feel like hitting with a chair would probably <laughs> do similar. That works too, probably. So um, open, and out pops a candy. Oh, sweet. Which, uh, I'm going to save that. Yes, which in this world is uh, a curative item, so you can uh, heal yourself later. Nice. Okay, um, up the stairs. Let me. Uh... I'm kind of watching that chair just in case, because I don't trust it. You've given me trust issues with chairs now, <laughs> Jetty. I hope you know. <laughs> you you should have trust issues with chairs, because um, I'll tell you, it, it will probably happen again. All right, well, good. I'm <laughs> ready for it now. Okay, so yes, up the stairs. Um, at the top of the stairs is a fairly decorative multi-level lobby area. You could imagine this place having been fairly lively at one point, um, although it looks rather ominous now. Uh, going up to the scalloped balcony, it just peers down into darkness uh, too far below to make out what's there. There are two staircases that lead up to a second level, where you see several alcoves and two metal gates similar to the one in the foyer. Hmm. Those gates, though. Um, um, you're gonna go up and, uh, go Yeah, up. I'm gonna look at them. Okay, um, you go up to the second level, and in front of each gate is a metal tile, uh, with an engraved image of a bell. 
And uh, I'll, I'll just say, judging by your experience in the first room, uh, you might try stepping on it. Um, but would I you... Step on it. Uh, the, the left or the right? Uh, let's go with left. Okay. You step on the, the bell. The left door opens. Okay, so you, you walk through the gate. And in front of you is a narrow walkway leading you over some darkness. Like you just peer down again, like in the previous room, down into darkness. Uh, the walkway leads across to an open area with two windows that look out into the woods. Um, there's a small arch over there that looks like there may have been a door at one point, but it's been covered over with stone. And then coming off from that platform is another narrow walkway where you see two hot werewolves. <laughs> Go ahead and roll for initiative. <laughs> Hot werewolves. Yeah, they have cool hair. They kind of pose a lot while they're... Uh... Oh, finally, some hot werewolves. Yeah. Exactly what I needed in my life. Yeah, forget about dialect. Look at these guys. Yeah, seriously. Um... Oh, dang. Yeah, they're cute. Sorry, dialogue. Okay, so yeah, they, uh, they're over there, um, and it is your turn. Alright. Gonna punch. We have to get there first. Oh, I should probably get there, shouldn't I? Huh. Gonna walk over there. <laughs> okay, yes, you, you you were over on the other uh on the other walkway, so yes, you were walking towards them. As sweetly as I can, I'm gonna be like, hey boys <laughs> See if that trips them up a little. They look uh pretty excited to see you. <laughs> you know, they they're kinda wagging their tails a bit. Um it's probably been a while since they've seen a, a lady here in this uh, castle. One of them comes over to say hello, by which I mean that he uh, he does a cool spinning kick uh, to kind of, like, he twirls on his foot the whole way over, doing like a cool spinning kick. Um, oh, ouch. Uh, he did a critical hit, which means that he does, are you ready for this, 10 damage. I'm not ready for this. Don't forget, you do have a candy. Yeah, I was gonna say. Does that hurt real bad? I was trying to be cute, too. That sucks. Uh, his friend is, uh, he's being a real bro. He's letting, uh, letting his buddy there, uh, go first. Thanks, fam. <laughs> gonna use that candy. So yes, you regain, uh, you, you're basically back at max at this point. And I, oh, that's I, nice. I will also allow you, um, I'll say that you can attack on this round as well. Cool. That misses. <laughs> <laughs> well. And then the next one, it's a 16 to hit. Okay, that hits. Okay. That's a four total damage. I said I was turned off by their hair flipping bullshit, but I guess I'm not, so that's fine. Okay, um, he punches at you and oh he misses ha um his friends just kind of over there like cheering him on <laughs> what a good guy all right oh that is extra failed and then the next one is a 12 to hit okay yeah that hits just barely awesome didn't even actually roll that i kind of just threw it okay that's another four okay yeah, he, uh, he doesn't like that. Um, he swings at you. Oh, but he misses again. <laughs> um, I'm too cute! But his bud's like, dude, what are you doing? Um, and he 
strikes a cool pose, he runs his fingers through his hair, and a giant drop of water drips down onto the other one, um, and he is healed. Oh my god. This, this is actually Just how a it, drop of water. Plop. <laughs> this is literally actually how it goes in the game. I... Uh, that's a 10 to hit for the first one. Um, that misses. That also misses, never mind. I'm just amazed that this one drop of water has somehow rejuvenated this werewolf man. So this guy, um, he actually misses pretty hard. And his buddy is like, dude, come on. And he comes over, he says, give me a shot at this. So he also misses. <laughs> He did a sweet... I'm just too cute for them. They're also intimidated by my muscles. Yes. He did a sweet spinning kick, uh, but was too distracted trying to like make this look good um, that he didn't actually hit you. <laughs> Alright, uh, that's 11? You miss. Oh my god. Okay, well at least I know their AC now. <laughs> yes. Um, that misses also. Why are wow. we so bad at fighting today? You guys are doing a cool dance over here. We're basically dancing. They are teaching me some moves, and that's not what we were supposed to be doing. <laughs> <laughs> okay, this one hits you, just barely. Um, ouch, he I'm does... gonna yell, finally. <laughs> he does six damage. Ow, but finally. Um, oh, but he misses. Okay, 18 to hit, and then... Uh, four damage for the one that I've already been hitting. And then uh, 16 to hit, and 6 damage. Okay, yeah, no, he, he's looking pretty rough. But they, they both team up. They, uh, they do like a cool double spinning maneuver where both of them like do the spinning cool. kick thing, uh, but they like, they spin around each other. Um, oh, ouch. One of them falls over on the ground. Um, <laughs> And the other one hits you for... Uh, wow, they keep rolling sixes. Alright, well, at least one of them fell on their face. I'm happy about that. It, uh, 19 for the first, with a... Wow, just keeps rolling a two. Four. Damage for the one that I've been hitting. Okay. And then... He, uh, he uh, collapses into a pile of bones. Haha! <laughs> I'm so amazed by the fact that he completely disintegrated that I missed the second hit. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Uh, okay, so wait, uh, you destroyed him. Okay, uh, his friend is like, bro, and tries to punch you. Um, 16 hits, uh, but he does two damage. Okay. Uh, 17 okay. to hit. Let's say, uh, how does math? Five damage. Okay. And then, said 11 to hit for the second one? I don't think that hits. Yeah, it's a miss. Okay. Yeah, so he, uh, he kind of backs up and then, uh, lunges at you. Um, but I guess he just kind of runs past. <laughs> There's a lot of missing happening today. <laughs> okay, 13 to hit. Okay. And six damage. Oh, okay, yes. Um, he also collapses into a pile of bones. Ha! Um, Yay! Alright, let's keep going. Okay, so yeah, you, you kind of continue your way along. Um, I, I yell incoming dialogue. <laughs> <laughs> I am literally alerting 
everyone that I'm here. Okay, so you're on the other side of the walkway. Um, across the pit is another platform where there is a wooden door tucked inside the arch, but you can't really get there. There's mm. You're standing at sort of a, a balcony area, and you recognize from the first room uh, the metal tile in the floor with a little uh, purple orb in it. I'm going to jump up and land on it. Um, you, you, you land on the, uh, the tile, and it doesn't quite go down all the way. Oh, god damn it. Yeah. Now, behind you, um, is actually a, a set of stairs that lead downwards. Guessing I'm gonna go down those. <laughs> okay, you go... That or, it's either that or just keep, like, pounding on this tile. <laughs> okay, so, down the stairs, you find yourself in the dungeon. Uh, there are two cells with metal bars reaching up to the ceiling. In one of them, you recognize a few Pandoran soldiers from your, your hometown there. And they're just kind of sitting there staring blankly. Uh, in the other cell, there's another soldier uh, who's standing there with some sort of purple cat man who is holding a very large sack. Hello? There's there's no real response, um, but the, the gates, uh, they, they just kind of open up on their own. Oh, okay. I've come to help. Uh, uh, Where's Dyluck? What? Um, maybe with the witch? It's hopeless. These guys seem like zombies. Just like the people in Pandora. You can bet the witch is behind this. You go into witch's lair. Go up to next floor when three people step onto platform bridge. Platform? I'll go see it. Okay, so th th that's about uh, all you can get out of that soldier there. Uh, he doesn't seem to be doing too well. He seems to be under the influence of something. Um, so he, he did give you a, a hint in terms of the uh, what, it, what it takes for that uh, tile up there, though. need three people. Can I tell them to come with me? <laughs> um, they seem a little out of it, but uh, may maybe... Can I, can I grab their wrists and be like, come on. Uh, yeah, you, you can give it a shot. Go ahead and roll, um, let's see, roll some strength. Okay. That is a solid seven. Okay, um, you're kind of trying to drag them, but you need three people total, and these are like buff dudes. They're a little, little heavy. Uh, they're wearing armor. It's not quite working. Why are you so buff? <laughs> I, I mean, it, it's also, you know, they're wearing like, like Helmets. Heels in the ground, like kind of trying to move them, but it's really not working. Maybe if you just went for one of them, uh, you want to roll it again? Sure. That's a six. I'll say you just barely, like, it takes you a while. You're like fighting with the stairs, but one of them, I'll say you can, you can get up there and you just lay him down on top <laughs> of the tile. Cool. Um. So now you you have one guy. Um. There's you. So now that's two. Okay. Um, I didn't get to talk to that cat dude. Can I talk to him? Sure. Um, no. yeah, you, you, you run back downstairs. Uh, you, you go up to the, the cat man, um, purple cat man with a, a large bag. And he says, meow, I got caught. Purr. Hey, do you want to help me? Help you, help you how? Come, just, just, just follow me. It's fine. Please. <laughs> Um, I'm I'm not sure that I want to to leave the safety of this cell 
Um, I, I got caught by the witch, and uh, it seems pretty dangerous in here. I'm going to help you guys get out. I'm going to destroy the witch. I'm going to punch her in the face. Hmm. What, what do you need from me? I just need you to follow me and step on a platform. And then you can probably come right back here if you're too scared. Would you like to buy anything? Out of character question, do I have any money? Actually, you know, I, I don't, um, I don't feel like dealing with money. <laughs> um, <laughs> so I, I, I've abandoned that concept, but, um, perhaps we can say that, uh, that because you are a princess, um, perhaps you could purchase, uh, maybe a candy? I'd like a candy, please, if you have any. Uh, he, he rustles around in his bag, um, and he happens to have one candy. Awesome! My dad will pay you later, I promise. <laughs> <laughs> um, he, he, he kind of holds on onto the candy for a second, but he looks around, he kind of sees that you, uh, you look regal, um, and that you're surrounded by soldiers, that, uh, perhaps, perhaps maybe something could be worked out. So, uh, yes, he, he gives you the candy, and, um, he says, okay, I, I will help you. Awesome, cool, follow me. And I, like, run, and I don't even look back to see who's following me. <laughs> yeah, so you, you go back upstairs. And there's this soldier just kind of laying, passed out, groaning on top of this, uh, this switch. The campman looks a little uncertain. It's fine. Don't worry about it. And so I'm just like, all right, we're all going to step on this platform, and then you guys can go back. If you want to. Or you can follow me. That's fine, too. I, I think I will stay in the jail. All right, that's fine. It's safe down there. Okay. Uh, so I, I guess you're going to, like, step on the, uh, the soldier's armor? I'm gonna try to pick him up <laughs> so that I'm not actually stepping on him. Because <laughs> it seems like a bit of a jerk move to just step on him. Okay, yeah, you, you kind of you sit him up so he's like seated um, and then everybody else kind of stands on the platform. And um, the balcony sort of starts to fold out um, and on the other side, the platform that's over there does the same until there's this bridge formed um, between the two. Uh, and you you can now reach the door that's over there. Woo, we did it. Awesome. Thanks. Bye. <laughs> and I just sprint. <laughs> okay, so yeah, you, you walk in, um, and there's a uh, a very brief hallway with a window that just looks out onto, like, another castle wall, um, and down a bit further, you can see a uh, another path leading out. So I'm going to assume that you go down the path. Yes. Yeah, it's a, it's about the only after, thing... After, like, sticking my head out the window, being like, what the hell? <laughs> Why am I looking at the wall? I'm gonna shout, your interior decorating sucks! <laughs> uh, nobody hears you. Uh, may maybe some ghosts care. out there in the, the haunted forest. And they feel a little, like, shaken. They're like, whoa. <laughs> my interior decorating? I didn't do anything. I'm a ghost. <laughs> Um, okay, so yeah, the, there's not really much to say about this corridor. Um, you kind of run around a bit, uh, and the only thing you see up and down all these halls is um, another tile. I'm gonna jump on it. Okay, yeah, you, you slam down on your tile, um, and you hear uh, some like shaking kind of in the distance. Um, you don't see anything immediately, but... You run back, and you notice that in the first area where you entered, um, a wall has opened up. So now you can kind of continue down that corridor. Going down that. Screaming the entire time. <laughs> um, yeah, so yeah, you, you run down, you run around a corner, um, there's a wooden door. You run through the wooden door, and you're in a very different 
uh, sort of room. There's a lot of like purple in here. Uh, there's a lot of books, like uh, there's bookshelves lining the walls, and uh, there's like candles lit and all of this. And you can see Alini up at the top of the staircase. I'm very excited by the books. <laughs> Perhaps. But also less excited about the witch. <laughs> yes. Um, so you, you, you run up. She says, Phew, what noisy little children. See what you get. And then she, she runs through this wooden door at the, uh, the back of the room. Okay, I'm going to follow her, ignoring the books, even though I don't want to. I kind of look at the books longingly, like I want to read them, but then I run after her. Now, which is more important, books or your boyfriend, Dylak? Ugh. And I mean, really. Can I grab some of the books and steal them? <laughs> maybe, maybe, maybe after you save Dylak. Okay, fine. So yes, you, you run, you go through these uh, wooden double doors, and you're standing now out... Uh, you've climbed up all these stairs for so long, you forgot that you're actually up basically on the top level of the castle now, and you are out on an exterior walkway that just kind of sees out into the, the haunted forest surrounding you. It's a very dark night, and Alini is standing there with Dylok, Um and she says, Allow me the pleasure of sending you to Thanatos! She, uh, she waves her hands around, and then Dylok is just gone in an instant. Dylok! Eleni, what have you done with him? What have I done? Well, I just sent him to the ruins in Pandora. My magic doesn't seem to work too well, and I couldn't handle him. But Thanatos wanted him, so I sent him there. Thanatos? Thanatos is the head of a secret organization that intends to overthrow the kingdom. How could you? Hee hee hee. He's already dispatched most of the people in Pandora. All that's left is for Sir Thanatos to storm the castle from the ruins. Now, won't you be so kind as to feed yourself to my cute little spiky? She wiggles her hands round, disappears just like Dylak did, um, and then the gate that's at the other end of this walkway very slowly starts to rise up. Um, go ahead and roll for initiative. Uh, oh. That's not great. Ten total. Okay. Oh, well, that's still better than Spiky. Okay, so... Oh, he's a cutie. Yes, a Spiky Tiger, you can see why the nickname Spiky, rolls out, like rolls up into a ball and just like rolls out, um, but misses you. Um, you are standing here with this uh, giant yellow tiger with spikes on its back. I yell, you're cute, but I have to punch you! <laughs> That's a 18 to hit. <laughs> that hits. That's 5 damage. Uh, second one is 20 to hit. Okay. Uh, then 6 damage. Um... I'm crying because it's so cute and I don't want to punch it. <laughs> okay, so the tiger rolls around again. Um, and this time he hits you for 5 damage. Um... I, I tried to pet him. <laughs> Yeah, he, he rolls up into a ball, rolls around, runs into you. Um, roll a dex saving throw. Uh, that's not great. <laughs> okay, you are knocked unconscious. Oh, God! <laughs> no! Shit, I wanted to pet it so bad! <laughs> it was a mistake! Yes. So, yes, you, you are unconscious, and... He, uh, he pops out of his ball form, and he starts biting you. No! 
That hits. What a little shit. For three damage. And because he's biting you, I'm going to say you have you have a 50% chance of waking up, um, which you do not. Uh, so he's still biting you. That hits. Uh, Are you going to kill me in the first? For two damage. You haven't even started. Are you going to die? Good and... luck without a healer, Joe and James. Okay, well, don't worry. You've woken up. <laughs> okay. And you are a lot less cute. The uh, the tiger jumps over. There's sort of these these towers um, on the sides of this external walkway here. So the tiger jumps off uh, over into the, the tower on the left and is just kind of standing, peering down at you. All right, I'm going to eat candy. <laughs> <laughs> nom, nom, nom. Okay. Yeah, you're 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 back at max. And I'm gonna, uh, can I give the tiger the middle finger? <laughs> <If you like. laughs> Double middle fingers, because I was just like, you're a lot less cute. Um, jerk. The uh the tiger doesn't seem to like that. Uh, the tiger jumps up into the air and like turns into a ball in the air, um, <laughs> and lands on you, uh, for five damage. Okay, it's your turn. A 19 to hit. Okay. Can't wait to do more damage than D4. Um, five damage. Ouch. Okay. And then that's a that's an 11 to hit. That's a miss. Yeah. Okay. So the the tiger jumps back over onto the the other uh, platform and breathes fire breath on you, um, which make Jeez. a um, roll Constitution. Oh. Seven. Okay, um, you are now engulfed. No! This is terrible! Can I stop, drop, and roll for the next turn? Um, um, yeah, you, you take one damage every turn. Um, I mean, it, it's not that big of a deal. Um, the tiger jumps back down, uh, and rolls around, misses... But you are still on fire, rolling around still, misses again, um, and we'll say that you take another damage and you are no longer engulfed. I'm no longer on fire? You're no longer on fire. Oh boy. Do I get to hit him now? Yes, uh, you can- you can- Yay! It's a two. That's a five total. Oh my gosh, that's even worse. <laughs> so you're missing- That's a natural one. I'm like falling over myself because I was on fire. Okay, um- so yeah, the, the, the tiger jumps back up uh, onto the platform uh, and is just kind of staring at you. I will let you know, you can do something right now. Can I go look at the books? <laughs> the door is locked, I'm sorry. <laughs> Run away and look at the books instead. Um, Dialogue's gone, I'm not, there's no reason for me to be here. During this uh, downtime, I will remind you that you can charge your weapon. Oh my gosh, I'll do that. <laughs> I okay. forgot I could do that. Okay, are you going to do anything else? No. Okay, if you don't do anything else, then the tiger is going to jump back on top of you, uh, jump up into the air, turn into a, a spiky ball, and spin down on top of you, um, which hits um, for six damage. Mm. Um, and it is your turn. That's a, that's a 19 to hit. No, 18, sorry. Okay, yeah, that hits. 18, and then I get 2d4? Yes. Plus 2? Cool. Yeah. Uh, 9 to hit. Um, not 9 to hit. 9 
damage okay. for for the first one. Do I get a second charge, or is just is it just that one, or do I only get to attack once? Um, we'll say that the second one is a uh, is a normal attack, but um, Spikey's looking a little rough right now. Okay, that's a that's a uh, twenty one. Okay, and that's uh, six damage. Okay, uh, Spikey just starts exploding into flames. Oh, and, God! And for like. <laughs> And th- this is going on. Like, this goes on for a bit. That Spikey is just, like, blowing up. And the only thing that you can really say about this is, uh, way to go. <laughs> you have defeated I... Spikey. <laughs> You're cute, but you were also a jerk. <laughs> so, um, you-, you can go back now, um, into the, uh, into the book room. I'm st- I'm taking as many books as I can, and I am running it. I'm getting out of this castle. Um, He's well, in the ruins, right? I'm gonna go out to the ruins, apparently. Hold on, first, um, yeah, before you can get to the books, Alini is there, um, standing on the staircase, and goes, Shriek! Please forgive me. Sorry, the magic herbs that grow in this forest have withered. I have been trading the villagers for Thanatos' herbs. From now on, I'll simply be a normal elderly lady and live peacefully. If you're looking for that other kid, he's at the ruins south of Pandora. What you said earlier. I'm taking your books. I'm stealing all you, your shit. You can take what's in the treasure chest. I don't need it anymore. I'd help you, but I don't have any more magical power left. Perhaps if you visit the sage Luca at the water palace. Alright, I'm gonna do that. I'm also gonna steal all your books. <laughs> um, <laughs> I want these books. <laughs> Alini doesn't have much... Uh, that she can really do at this point because uh, apparently the magical herbs run out pretty quickly and you know she she just spent all that magic energy sending dialogue off to thanatos and you know, thanatos has to ship them and <laughs> you know um they don't exactly have that uh that drone drop-off thing going quite yet so yes yeah, elini is just so a normal what you're telling me is i can't take all of her books oh you can take all the books that you want you can't do anything about it cool i'm doing that <laughs> Okay. <laughs> whatever she has, whatever she's offering me, I'm taking it plus whatever the hell I want. <laughs> yeah. Oh, um, so yeah, there, there, there is a treasure chest over there. Okay. And uh, I'm, I'm assuming you pick it up, roll it around, and throw it down on the ground? Whatever that crystal ball is, I want to take that and throw it at the, <laughs> at the treasure chest. Okay. Um, or I could throw it at her, but I don't want to do that. <laughs> yeah, you, you, you could take the, uh, the cool uh, skull with a candle. Uh, you could throw oh, beaker this stuff is so cool yes there, there is quite like the decor in this room is way better than anything else it seems like she kind of moved in but didn't have enough stuff for a whole castle so she just kind of filled out this one room at the top it's like okay this is the coolest room it's up here in this like tower it's got this cool uh exterior balcony area so yeah she... my rage melts away a little and i'm like okay this is really cool you need to t- we need to talk about interior decorating now <laughs> so we have like a nice 10 minute conversation about how freaking awesome this room is yeah no she's got all her like color matching purple books awesome. which is like matching with the carpet and also like uh the crystal sphere that's on the table there is purple like even the flame on the candle that's like on the skull is purple too somehow I, I guess it's because she has all that magic that's the coolest thing okay i'm gonna go back to breaking that okay. treasure chest um and pop- also taking that crystal ball with me you uh you pop open the treasure chest and uh inside is a whip oh sweet yeah. i can do more damage yeah um 
<laughs> I'm gonna practice, kind of just like whipping it around, like we. <laughs> Um, Alini is a little uh, afraid. She kind of steps uh, up the stairs a little bit. <laughs> Maybe she shouldn't have given you that. Sorry, not sorry. D- don't you have a boyfriend to be saving? <laughs> um, okay, so... I'm like, yes, and then I grab whatever I want, and then I run out the door. So yeah, you sorry, you, you exit the castle, um, and as soon as you leave through the front doors... Uh, you hear a voice in your head that says, Harper, can you hear me? Come immediately to the water palace. It's Luca! What's the matter? I've got to go. I'm worried about Dylok, but I can't save him alone. Maybe someone there can help. Yes, so with that, you run back to the uh, to the water palace, um, and we are going to go ahead and we will end your story there. The scene opens in a dimly lit cavern. A lone sprite child lays unconscious in a puddle. They awaken and jump up, dazed and uncertain of their surroundings. Please name this little sprite. Um, I don't know what my name is. I think I have amnesia. Oh. Do I already know that I have amnesia? Um, you, you I will... don't remember. <laughs> you, you, you will in a second, don't worry. Okay. You stand in an alcove in a cave. The last thing you can remember, you were walking in the forest with your parents when you heard a rumble building in the distance. The noise grew louder and louder until... What happened? The more you think about it, the less you remember. Who are you with again? So yeah, you you have amnesia. And you know it now. Yeah, I remembered that I have amnesia, which is a good place to start. You remembered that you have amnesia because you forgot everything else. (laughs) Perfect. You feel it may be best to focus on your current situation. At the entrance to your alcove, you can see the waters that brought you here running through a trough down deeper into the cave. There's a line of rocks that you could use to cross to the other side of the flowing waters. Um, go ahead. I mean, I'm, I'm gonna assume that you're gonna leave your alcove. Yeah, I mean, yes, yes. I, I don't, I'm not, I'm not cool with it here. I don't remember, for sure, but I believe that I am, uh, more of a creature of the forest than, a cave. Yes. Go ahead and, uh... Make a dexterity check. Okay. That is 15. Okay. Yeah, so you you hop along, you hop across the rocks, and um, so now you are, uh, you're standing on the other side of the rocks, and to your right, you see a tunnel, and to your left, you see another tunnel. Um, which, which way would you like to go? There's not much else to really do here. In this little section. I hold up my hands and I like try to feel like, am I right-handed or left-handed? You don't remember. I don't remember. <laughs> I'm going to go left. You're just gonna... because, Not because I am left-handed, but because I want to be. Because th- <laughs> uh, my character thinks that that's a quirky character trait to be left-handed. Okay. So they're going to they're gonna go left. Okay. Yeah, you, you walk through this tunnel. Um, you come out on the other side. Um, to your left, you can kind of see the uh, the waters still rushing along. Go ahead and roll a uh, perception check. That is a 15 again. Okay, um, you hear some snoring coming from somewhere. Um, it seems pretty close by. You're kind of coming around a corner. And... I'm going, I'm going for it. I'm not deterred. Okay, um, yeah, you you walk along and you come up, uh, across a, uh, a kid goblin. Uh, go ahead and, uh, he, he was asleep. Uh, but now he, uh, he woke up as you're just kinda cruising on through. You, you, 
you stomped on up, and now he's woken up, so go ahead and roll for initiative. Oh, no! Ah, 21 with a nat 20. Oh, go ahead. Uh, what would you like to do with this uh, kid goblin who's now, uh, it looks like uh, he's got an axe. He doesn't look very happy. Does he look like he's going to attack me? Does he make any sounds? Um, the, the bubble that was coming out of his nose popped. And now he looks relatively startled and is uh, reaching for his axe. You better stay back or I'm going to introduce you to the business end of my kaboomerang. Like you, he seems undeterred. Okay. So do you want So to... it's, cl- it's clear he's coming for me, right? Yeah. Okay. I'm going to throw my boomerang and then like really like, yeah, like really like powerful and like, yeah, I've got this. And like immediately after I like let go, I like just run. <laughs> <laughs> Okay. Like um, where I came from. Okay. That's a 21 to hit. <laughs> Is that a natural 20? I guess. Okay. Um, then you did a critical, which in that case, um, you do five damage. Woo! I say as I'm running away, like trying to put as much distance between me and this goblin as possible. Okay. So, um, yeah, this guy, uh, he, he comes at you, but you've run, you've run far enough that, uh, he can't quite catch up with you okay uh, i see that i'm getting closer to a body of water at this point um is is that like right up at the edge here like is that a cliff or is that like um i wouldn't really call it a cliff but there's like a a a stream of water that's running down um it's what kind of flitted you here brought you to that alcove it's running through here going down deeper into the dungeon but um it's kind of rushing a bit, but uh, it's not very deep. Okay. Can I try to juke him? <laughs> what? I, I want to, like, run up to the water, and then, like, as he's chasing me, <laughs> juke him. And so he falls in the water. Um, sure. Let's, let's, uh, let's see. He's not very bright. So you're, you're <laughs> going to run up, and that's going to be your move. Yeah, I'm, I'm going to count, like, the juke as an action. <laughs> okay. I'm going to roll... You know, he got an 18 for his dexterity check. I'm going to say that he, he runs up to the edge and kind of stands tippy-toed, waving his arms around, but he kind of throws his axe back as a counterweight um, and lands back safely. But now you have him kind of blocked at the water's edge. Um, I'm going to push him. <laughs> <laughs> okay, he, he got an 8, so I'm going to say that he falls in. Hooray! Uh, Can he swim? <laughs> uh well let's continue on our way did he, did he get rushed away by the by the by the water yeah 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 he 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 got uh rushed away see ya wouldn't want to smell ya i don't think that's it but <laughs> i have amnesia it's fine okay so you, you're gonna continue down this path the one that you were on yeah i guess okay um yeah you you pass by the spot where you you met this guy originally um you, you continue along and you see the goblin up there and he is on the next <laughs> the next set of rocks but the waters are really rushing <laughs> and he gets washed away um so you're just free to cross these rocks uh <laughs> there he goes down he's just down. rushing by yep down. So that was the same one that I pushed into the water. That was the one that you pushed into the water. He was kind of scrambling trying to get on this other set of rocks. There's there's another set of rocks that you can use to cross this rushing waters again. Mm-hmm. Um he got washed away. That was a better plan than I thought it was going to be. <laughs> um so yeah. 
let's see. Do you, do you want to run? Yeah, let's let's keep going. Move ahead. Okay. Always moving forward. That's a new thing that I decide is a character trait of mine. Okay. Um, I'm learning all sorts of stuff about myself today, which is pretty easy when you know literally nothing about yourself. Across the uh, across the little uh, rushing waters, you you kind of followed along a little ledge, following the water, uh, and you come across some rock rubble that's kind of blocking your way. But there are stairs leading down deeper into the dungeon. Um, if you if you look kind of past the uh, the rock rubble, you can see over there. There's like a skull hanging on the wall. Mm. So I'm not a fan of that. Kind of. I have one of those, but on the inside, and I'd like it to stay there. So, so uh, uh, are you gonna go down the stairs then? I'm gonna go down the stairs. I'm looking at this skull. He's looking at me, and we're not we're not getting a good vibe from each other. So I'm gonna head head on down. Okay, you head down the stairs. It's it's pretty tight down these stairs, uh, even for you as a sprite. Um, so it, it seems interesting to you that this is a very sprite-sized uh, stairway. You know, whoever made these must also be pretty short. But then you, is this you... my house? <laughs> Maybe this is where you're from. I live in a dump, jeez. <laughs> the ceiling opens up pretty high, though, like before you reach the bottom of the stairs. Um, and you kind of step out onto some, some moss. You can kind of... You hear echoing music off in the distance uh, coming from somewhere. Pretty, pretty lively music as you step out here. The chamber opens out to your left, uh, and it's segmented into two different levels. So, like, you're you're standing on the floor, but then there's, like, another level that, like, multiple different platforms kind of are, are at the, the same level. Directly to your left, there's some stairs that lead up to one of the platforms. A little further down are some stairs leading to another platform, but they only kind of make it halfway. Um, and then all the way at the other end of the room is a set of stairs that are leading back out into another tunnel. Can I tell where the music is coming from? Um, it's kind of echoing everywhere. Like, I mean, th- this is a-, a cave chamber, so uh, it- it's a little difficult to say for sure. I think I'm going to check up on this first platform right here. I think partially because I'm short and I can't quite see. <laughs> I kind of want to see, like, what's up with this thing on the on my right, this upper platform. Okay, um... Is there anything up here? You, you, you walk up onto the... You know, you climb the stairs, um, you run up onto this one platform. It's separate from the other platform. So, like, um, there's a bit of a distance between these two platforms. You can't, you know, quite, uh, reach over there, just step over. Um, but you can tell... So you see, like, uh, an, an opening in the cave wall on this other platform away from you. Uh, and you can hear that the music is coming from in there. I'm gonna jump it. <laughs> I haven't thought this through, but I'm gonna jump it. Okay, um, roll, uh, um, just a d20. Alright, I'm gonna jump for it. Eight! Okay, no, you, you, you don't even make it to the other wall, you just land back down on the ground. Hmm. Um. There must have been a flaw in my strategy. <laughs> yes, you're a very small sprite. Nowhere to go but up, and I, I take the other staircase. Um, okay, so you, you went, you went up the stairs, and you are now on the other side of the rubble, and you can see Oh, it's Skullman skull. again hanging on the wall, uh, which you had seen earlier. Hey there, buddy. How's it hanging? I guess pretty well for you, up on that wall. This does not appear to be a living creature. It's I'm... still the most companionship I've had this entire cave. As long as I can remember, quite honestly. I think it's more fun to just have you talking to yourself. Well, uh, can I interact with the skull at all? Um, you, you could just barely reach it if you were to stand on your tiptoes. 
I'm gonna I'm gonna try to like stand on my tiptoes and grab it and see if I can like bring it down and just have a friend in this in these trying times. Okay. Um. Yeah. You 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 grab on to its uh its jaw and uh it pulls open and like it, its its eye kind of opens up. Um. And as soon as you do that, the pillar in the middle of the uh of this little room that you're in just kind of sinks down into the floor and there's now an open pit uh in front of you and you have this open jawed uh skull face on the wall so i i turn around i look at the the hole i guess like i can tell like spatially like where this is gonna drop me down like on the platform below even if i can't tell that that's just what i'm gonna my character would assume <laughs> would happen just because they don't really think about things that hard so they just assume if there's a hole it'll take them where they want to go clearly um, what you need to do right now is jump into the hole and not just take the staircase no i'm, I'm jumping into this hole i well i walk to the hole i uh turn like turn my back to it um i i point at the skull with like two gun fingers and i'm like don't wait up and i jump backward into the hole um yeah, you 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 land uh, back downstairs uh, on top of this what is now a third platform, which is in between the two platforms, conveniently, so that you can now enter into uh, where the music is coming from. I like to imagine that I landed on my back and I'm just like lying on this platform and again thinking like I didn't really think that through. <laughs> um, I get up and I start walking towards the door. So you. You go through this tunnel, and you enter into this massive cavern. Like, it's way bigger than the other rooms that you had been in. Like, it's difficult to see all the way to the back. But as you look back there, you see all these dwarves kind of milling about on different tiers that are carved out of the rock. It's kind of similar to the room that you were just in, where there's kind of different levels of rock where uh, different things are happening. And this one's pretty active. It's got a lot of dwarves hanging around, doing some work. You are standing down at the bottom in a field of stalagmites uh, that these dwarves seem to be in the process of clearing out right now. Like, there's a bunch of them just kind of wandering around. There are stairs that you can see that connect each of these different rock levels. And way out there in, like, the furthest all the way as far back as you can see, you can see uh, there's more dwarves going kind of in and out of doors that lead into the rock itself. So you are now in the dwarf village. I don't think this is where you're from. Yeah, I was going to say, either this is not my home, or I have a lot of roommates. <laughs> and I'm just going to make a beeline for the closest dwarf that I can see. This is the village of the dwarves. Um, so just between you and me, just like a quick, you know, look up and down. Uh, am I a dwarf? Uh, you roll a perception check. <laughs> see if I can tell whether or not I'm a dwarf. I got a 15. Okay, yeah, um, I mean, that, that, that's pretty good. Um, you, you look at this dwarf, you see he's got a beard, he's got beady eyes that are kind of poking out from under this, you know, bronze helmet that has horns. He's wearing kind of like a blue vest. You kind of look at yourself and you're like, no, I'm, I'm wearing these green robes. I don't have a beard. Um, I mean, I, I have red hair, but it, it's not quite the same. He's about your height, but you get the feeling that you're not a dwarf. Yeah, that was my main lead. Um, <laughs> uh, I'm gonna talk to him a little bit more. Um, Hello. Hey, uh, 
This is the village of the dwarves, huh? It is, in fact, yes. Yes, uh, yeah, I, this was a good choice for a tourist, uh, spot. I'm really liking, I'm seeing the sights. Uh, do you have any, uh, particular landmarks you think I should check out? Uh, You know, entrances and exits might also be cool. Actually, we have this world-famous exhibit hut up at the top. You'd really like it. Like the top? Like all the stairs at the top? Yeah, all the way at the top, way up in the center. See, see, you, you can follow these stairs that are over here on, uh, on either side, really. Um, and you, you can follow them all the way up uh, to the world-famous exhibit hut. Mm, that's a lot of stairs. Yes, um, and, and we have very short legs, uh, so it's quite... Yeah. A, that's why I spend most of my time down here at the bottom. Yeah, I feel you, man. But uh, it's sort of my only lead, so I guess I'll catch you on the flip side. And I'd start very solemnly walking up the steps. Um, you're making your way up these stairs. Um, it's quite tiring. Uh, you try to run, but every time that you run, uh, you you only make it one step up. It's quite annoying. Um, (laughs) so yeah, you you walk up a set of stairs, and you're like, oh, that 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 wasn't too bad. And then you realize you're just on this platform where there's literally nothing, uh, except for another flight of stairs. So you you walk up that set of stairs as well and now you're kind of in the middle platform the the middle tier and you can see there's an inn there's some more stairs there's another set of stairs you're not quite at the top you can see up there is um the world famous exhibit hut the door to it uh so you, yeah, you kind of i'm gonna head that way okay you pass by an item shop um and you go do i have any money uh no hmm. yeah you you have you have nothing except for your robes, and uh, your boomerang. My kaboomerang, I'll have you know, sir. Yes. Um, so yeah, yeah, you're gonna go. You're gonna go into this uh, world famous exhibit hut. Mm-hmm. Okay. So so you enter into the uh, the door where the the dwarf so kindly uh, pointed you towards, and there are two ways to go. I, I'm assuming you're going to the left. Yeah, absolutely, all the time, every time, the left. Okay. It's my favorite direction. Okay. You enter out and yeah, you, you, you pass through like another small opening and you come out into this other room where there's like a, a tiled floor and a little like a, a counter, like a, like a reception area, and then a, a raised platform that seems to be like a, a stage. There's... Is there a bell on the counter? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Do you want to go ring, ring the oh, bell? Oh, I'm, I'm like, as soon as I spot that, I'm just immediately like, ding, 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 ding. Uh, so, a, a, another dwarf comes out. This dwarf has, like, a white beard instead of an orange beard. And on the top of his horned hat, uh, there's, there's some tasseling. He looks very, uh, he looks a little different from the other dwarves. All the other dwarves kind of had the same clothes. This guy looks a little special. Like, he, he, he thinks pretty highly of himself like he's a little different so he comes out and he says oh may i help you i'm still ringing the bell <laughs> oh, oh okay I, i'm i'm here that's enough thank you i'm still ringing the bell oh, okay I'm, I'm just gonna i'm gonna take that i'm gonna, just gonna set it over here oh okay. hi sorry i was just uh, uh hi um, hello step right in it's the dwarf village's world famous exhibit hut mm. you you want to see it it's only 50 gp i see you have this very nice uh chess carpet yes yes we pay play uh a, an extreme version of chess it, it has a lot of extra spaces 
It does. Like, you must have, like, 50 pawns. Jeez. Um, yeah, it's quite exactly an experience. What exactly is this world-famous uh, exhibit about? Like, I mean, I'm I'm all down for sightseeing and everything. I just got to make sure that I, you know, have the time to experience the full uh, front of this before I, you know, pay for it. Well, it, it, it does cost 50 GP, and we, we can't just show it to everyone. Um, We, we do have a rabbite man. It's quite impressive. It's a sight to be seen. Did you say a rabbit man? A rabbit man. Is that the past tense of a rabbit man? Are, are you not familiar with the, the common creature in this world that the rabbit is? Um, I'll be able to level with you. I'm pretty sure I have amnesia. So <laughs> I don't even necessarily remember how I got here. But uh, while we're being on the straight and narrow, uh, I got no money. I was kind of hoping this would be a lead. It hasn't really been. Um, if you could just show me, I mean, now that you know I don't have any money, I'm sure, you know. Yes, I will, I will gladly guide you out. Yeah, if we could just, uh, I think that would be best for all involved. Okay, so, um, he, he kindly guides you back out, um, to the entrance. And when you, uh, when you get out there, yeah, so, so when, when you get out there, you start feeling the ground shake. And, um, it's a little surprising at first. And it gets worse and worse. You start tumbling down. You fall all the way down. As I do, memories of the climbing the stairs flash before my eyes. Yeah, um, you know, your your life flashes before your eyes, but being that you have amnesia, the only <laughs> things you can remember are the last, you know, 10 or 15 minutes or so, which has primarily been climbing stairs. <laughs> and all my life's work has been undone. <laughs> yes, Okay, so, yeah, you, you, you crash down, you're back by the entrance, and stalactites start falling from the ceiling. That's how bad this earthquake is getting, that, like, stalactites fall down from the top. The the dwarves all scatter, they run up, you know, they run up the stairs, and uh, you, you're kind of blocked from going back up now that all these uh, stalactites have fallen, and that doesn't seem like such a bad thing, because... Behind the stalactites and the stalagmites, um, this giant spiky gourd bursts out of the ground. Um, like a vegetable? Yeah, like like a vegetable, like um, like some kind of melon or something. Just kind of pops up out of the gourd, and, and the earthquake stops for a second. A little sprout pops out of the top of the gourd. On a scale of 1 to 10, how edible does it look? It looks like it would be pretty painful. It's big, number one. Um, but two, <laughs> it's covered in spikes. Are they rock spikes or are they fruit spikes? Um, they're thorns. It's it seems to be some sort of a plant, but they're they're pretty big and mm. solid. I'll just keep that in my back pocket. Um, I'm gonna bounce if that's okay with you, uh, uh, cantaloupe monster. You you you're kind of trapped in here. the The door is blocked. Um, you're blocked mm. in here by all these stalagmites and fallen stalactites. And then suddenly. The gourd splits open into eight pieces, like it breaks apart at the seams, and this face pops out on top of a pineapple. So go ahead and roll for initiative. Okay. Uh, ten. Okay, so you're, you're going second. So this is Tropicalo. Uh, I will warn you, this is the boss. I hadn't noticed. <laughs> um, Tropicalo uh, does two things on its turn. Um, number one... It, uh, it's gonna grow out this little sprout a little bit away from you. Um, and number two, it's going to spit out a pumpkin 
that starts bouncing around and um, it uh, it misses you. But it, it's still bouncing around. Uh, it is now your turn. Does it look like the Tropicalo is going to be able to get over the spikes? No, um, it looks pretty much like it's blocked in back there. Um, so okay. you, you're, you're technically safe from a direct hit from the Tropicalo, but you got this this pumpkin that's bouncing around everywhere, yeah. and you're not sure about what this sprout is. Uh, I'm going to run over to the sprout and see how edible it looks. <laughs> um, It looks fairly edible. Like, um, you, you, you have a feeling that uh, you know, perhaps you could just, like, tear it out of the ground. I'm just going to... I'm not even going to tear it out of the ground. I'm just going to, like, try to take a bite of it. Okay. Um, yeah, you, 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 you take a bite... And it uh, it just kind of completely wilts out, um, and the the sprout we're gonna say uh, disappears. Now you're 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 leaving out the most important detail, Jetty. Yes, that that you. you How have... does it taste? <laughs> Not that great. It, it's a little um, underripe. Like a, you kind of got it like right as it popped out of the ground. It was not quite ripe yet. But it tasted like it could have been good. Yeah, maybe. Like it was a pretty red fruit, you know. All right. Um, okay, so Tropicalo goes back under the ground, and the, uh, and the pumpkin, um, lands kind of back where you were. Like, uh, it, it's bouncing around, and it slams down, uh, into the ground where you had been standing just seconds before. So now you're kind of sitting here by yourself. It is your turn. Jay, you know what I'm gonna do. (laughs) What are you going to do? I'm gonna eat that pumpkin. Well, it's bouncing around. Oh, I thought it like slammed and got stuck. Oh no, no, no! Like it, it, uh, it, um, it slammed down pretty hard, like where you had been standing, but it's still bouncing around. Okay, I guess I'm gonna try to hit it with my boomerang, though not really to attack. I just kind of want to knock it out of the air so I can get a bite out of this thing. <laughs> um, I don't remember the last time I ate. <laughs> I'm gonna try to hit this this pumpkin with a boomerang. Okay. Um. I got a 13 to hit. No, nah, that misses it. That misses. It's oh. bouncing around like it's going, you know, wild over here. And Tropicalo pops up out of the ground um, a bit on the other side of this little uh, area that you're in, um, a bit a ways away from you. Is that its turn? Yeah, that's its turn. Um, like, can I read any sort of intent? Because, like, so far it's, like, grown a thing and, like, made a pumpkin appear. Yeah, the pumpkin's bouncing around. Um, here, I'll, I'll even say that... Um, Another one of those uh, fruits pops out. The sprout pops out of the ground. Mm. Doesn't look like I can get there in one turn, though. Um, I will allow you, if you want, to use two moves in a round. What is it? Is it, like, just sort of staring around? Like, it doesn't... Is it doing anything? Not really, honestly. Um, Like, does it seem malicious? It did spit out this thing, um, and now you are... You're kind of being chased around by this pumpkin... And uh, you're not sure about this sprout. Um, I'm gonna I'm just gonna use one movement, and then uh, throw my kaboomerang at the this monster. Um, you are still too far. If you only am I still too far? Yeah. Well, then I'll just run all the way over to the to the plant. Okay. So the pumpkin lands back where you had been and just explodes, like it just. In a burst of flames, uh, this the pumpkin explodes. Is there any leftover pumpkin? Uh, you get splattered in the face a little bit with some some of the pumpkin. Um, it, it's you know standard pumpkin. It, it's not you know sweetened. It's not pumpkin pie. It, it's an actual pumpkin. Still the best tasting thing that I can remember. That's true. The sprout stretches out 
a little vine. And um, the vine, the vine does to you uh, three damage. Mm. All right, now I'm definitely not down with this. <laughs> um, and then Tropicello spits out another pumpkin uh, and then dives under the ground. Does it look like the fruit has grown a little more? Yeah, yeah. Um, now that the vine's coming out, the, uh, the the fruit has gotten a bit bigger. All right, now I'm going to eat it, but instead of, like, curiosity, this is a vindicative meal. Yeah. You just hurt me. So now you're no longer a dish, you're prey. Um, that is, uh, 15 to hit. Okay, yeah, um, the sprout, like, explodes into juices, and, uh, I would say, you know, it, it's pretty tasty. You're pretty yeah. much in, in the same spot, um, so I'm going to say that the pumpkin, um, hits you and explodes, um, oh, but it does three damage. All right, note to self, keep, keep moving from the pumpkin. Um, is there anything you want to do? Is Tropicalo out right now? Uh, no. No? No. There's no pumpkin? There's no plant? Nothing there. I would remind you that you do have an action you can do that would be useful on your turn, which would be to charge your weapon. Then I will do just that. And maybe move back into the center, because I feel like so far the fruits have popped up on either side. So I feel like getting sort of centered in this would be best. Okay, um, you, you kind of slide along. It takes some concentration to um, charge your weapon, so you, you can only move about half of uh, what you normally would. Yeah. Yeah, Tropicalo bursts back out of the ground, spits out another pumpkin, starts bouncing around, and um, let's go ahead. We'll put a, another sprout. We'll put it right there. And it's your turn. All right, I'm going to release the Kaboomerang. Okay. And throw it at Pineapple Monster. And then I'm going to run over to the plant, getting ready to eat it. <laughs> okay. Uh, 18 to hit. Yeah, that hits. Hit. Um, oh, a three. And uh, a one. So yeah, you, you do four damage to Tropicello. And then, yeah, you said you ran over here. Tropicello doesn't like that, goes back under the ground. Um, the pumpkin bomb kind of slams down where you were just standing. Um, the sprout... Springs out a little vine, which uh, does one damage. Mm. So now it is your turn. All right. Is the pumpkin still bouncing around? Pumpkin still bouncing around. The vine is still there. The sprout. All right. I like reach to to, to like eat it, and, I, and then I, like my stomach gurgles, and it's like, and so now I just I just punch it. Okay. It explodes, and I'm gonna move out of the way. <laughs> I'm gonna move into the center so I don't get exploded by a pumpkin. Okay. Yeah, the pumpkin slams down. Um, Tropicalo comes back out. All right, I'm going to throw my boomerang at it. Uh, that is a three. Uh, yeah, you miss. Tropicalo springs the sprout. Um, the one pumpkin's still bouncing around, but Tropicalo spits out a second pumpkin. Mm, I didn't order seconds. <laughs> All right, I'm going to punch the, punch the plant and get out of the way of the pumpkins. Okay. Because we got two pumpkins now that are bouncing around, they're kind of bouncing one off from each other. The second pumpkin comes down. Oh, ouch. And it hits you. Oh, ouch. And it does eight damage, um, but then explodes. Did any dwarves want to come help me out down here? I am a small child just kind of dying out here to a pineapple man. You, you hear a door open and someone goes... No! And then they slam the door. Well, well, all right then, I suppose. Um, there's another pumpkin that's bouncing around, which actually, 
on this round should actually explode on its own. And Tropical is just kind of sitting there staring at you at, at this exact juncture. Uh, I'm going to throw my boomerang. Okay. Come on. Big roll, big roll. Uh, 12. Okay, that hits. Damage. Uh, oh, sorry. I have the damage. Uh, um, you do three damage. And uh, Tropicala doesn't like that. Dives back into the ground. All right, I'm going to charge my boomerang. Um, Tropicalo, yeah, does his usual, um, you know, Tropicalo uh, does its usual thing. It spits out a pumpkin, grows a vine. Okay, I'm going to release the kaboomerang okay. and run over to the uh, the sprout. Uh, roll the hit. Uh, nine. Okay, yeah, that's a hit. Um, and you get three. Big damage. Three and, oh, you do five damage. That's pretty good. Tropical is looking a little rough. Doesn't look like uh, they like that. Go back under the ground. Um, you ran over to the sprout, which once again grows a little vine. Um, you you dodge the vine. Pumpkin bounces around. Um, it is your turn. All right, I'm gonna punch the plant. And can I charge and punch the plant, or just punch the plant? Um, yeah, you can just punch the plant, and I'll let you move. Okay, so. I punch the plant, and then I get out of the way of any pumpkins that may or may not be flying around. Okay. The pumpkin bounces around. Uh, Tropicalo pops back up. All right. I'm going to throw the boomerang at him. Okay. Uh, 12. Uh, yeah, that hits. Um, and you do three damage. Tropicalo is looking pretty bad, but spits out one more pumpkin before going under the ground. All right, I'm going to dodge some pumpkins and charge my boomerang for one last big hit. Okay, there's two pumpkins, so I'm going to say that one of them gets to attack you. That's a 14, um, which means you take seven damage. Mm, that's my least favorite kind of damage. Our reminder players at home who are listening that um, I'm keeping relatively within the statistics in the original game so, uh, Sprite had, uh, 40 hit points to begin with. But you are yeah. starting to look- I'm not- I'm not doing super hot, because no dwarves are apparently helping me. It's lucky, perhaps, that, um, you somehow managed to skip most of the optional battles. <laughs> <laughs> okay, um, yes, yeah, as usual, uh, a Sprout pops up, um, a pumpkin starts flying around. Um, you throw your boomerang. Uh, ten. Okay, that is a hit. Wait, oh, were you charged? Yeah, you yes. were charged because it, okay. Whew. Yeah, it's, uh, it takes seven damage. And, uh, it starts bursting into flames, like violently exploding for quite some time. You're just kind of standing there in awe. Uh, for which all you have to say is, way to go. Yeah, uh, so cool, but also I'm slightly concerned about the contents of my stomach at this point. Um... <laughs> I'm imagining I do not spontaneously combust. Uh, you do. I... You don't. Um, okay, good. Um, can I get out of here? I don't like it here. This is not a good place. The the dwarves they they hear the explosion. Some of them peek out from their uh, their houses, their shops, and so on, and they see that Tropicalo has been defeated. Um, and they kind of start coming back downstairs. They uh they they start cleaning up the stalactites that have fallen. Get back to work. And the the man from the exhibit hut comes down and says, Thank you very much. Yeah, okay. 
You abandoned this poor child to fight a plant monster. And you're just like, oh, thank you. You seem to have done pretty well on your own. Yeah, okay, sure. Just let me out of here. I'm done with this. And I just, like, kind of just start walking away with my hands up in the air. But, like, still kind of listening to see if if this dwarf says anything about how to get out. I I have written down what they actually canonically said. (laughs) And I'm trying to see if I can... (laughs) Should he just continue with what he was scripted to say? Tropicala broke out of the sealed palace. There must be a way into it. Your memory might return if you receive some power from the mana seed. I, like, stop. I turn around, hands still up in the air. And I'm like, you said a lot of words there, but I heard memory get back, and those are the important ones. So, if you want at least a single star on your TripAdvisor, on your Yahoo, and on whatever other fantasy website that I can find to say that people should not come here, you will tell me how to get to this place. Well, the the palace was buried. There must be tons of monsters by now. You should visit Sage Luca in the Water Palace. My family's relied on her protection for generations. She must know the way. Uh, go, go up to the top of the cavern and talk to Watts, the blacksmith. He can show you how to get out of here. I'm weighing my, like, feelings against stairs versus my feelings against talking to this dwarf man. And after a little bit of consideration, I fall firmly on the side of stairs well, well, and begin here, my ascent. Here, wait, 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 wait. Here. Uh, Tom, Jerry, here, come come on. Um, you guys just carry the sprite to the top of the stairs. We didn't do anything during the battle, but the, the least we can do is uh, you know, help with the stairs. Okay. Like, I don't want to take the stairs, but also this is kind of weird. <laughs> so you, you kind of... Um, we go up in awkward silence. <laughs> you pull a Justin Bieber, um, and you have two, <laughs> two dwarves kind of carry you up the stairs. And uh, yeah, so now you are... All the way up at the top, um, and you go through you go through the door all the way at the top of the stairs. Not the same top of the stairs that you were at before, but a, a different top of the stairs in the other corner of the massive cavern. Um, you walk through, and suddenly it's very hot, and you notice there is a pit of boiling lava literally just bubbling away that um, another different-looking dwarf, he's got kind of a cool, like, skull helmet. Um, and like a purple beard. He's like a punk rock, uh, dwarf over here who, um, you know, he, he's been following some, some traditional trades. You know, he, he does blacksmithing up here, um, in the volcano cavern. And he, he sees you come in, um, and kind of sets down his tools and, and comes on over. All right. So, uh, where were you when, uh, all this was, uh, going down? Did you happen to uh, catch what was going on outside? Dude, there's so many, uh, so many earthquakes, dude. I, I, I don't even pay attention to them, you know. Uh, yeah, I was up right. here. I was working on uh, this cool axe. So, so what, 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 what are you, what are you doing up here? I mean, I haven't Look, seen you before. I've just got almost exploded by a pumpkin. Made some questionable eating decisions. I'm ready to go home. I was told that you know the way out of here. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, here. Um. So he he goes and he uh he flips a little switch and um there were some uh stalagmites over in the corner that were kind of like blocking off this one path and he he opens them up and he says uh yeah see there there's these stairs over there you can just go ahead and take those on out and uh um follow these stairs up and he tells you the uh the way to get to Sage Luca's water palace All right I'm out of 5000 see ya this was a terrible experience 
Zero out of ten. Lost my memory. Got attacked by a pineapple. Peace. And I, I just walk up the stairs. Um, so you're walking up these stairs, and there's quite a lot of them. There's quite a lot oh, no. of stairs. Once again, you try to run, but every time that you run, you just run out of energy as soon as you go up one step. <laughs> so yes, you, you, you continue all the way up these stairs. Uh, you finally make it all the way up to the top. Um, you can smell the fresh air. There's kind of a, a pool of water, but you can see that there's a, an, an exit. Uh, you can see light coming in from outside. But there's this purple cat man with a very large bag who's standing there, just kind of leaned up against the wall. By this point, I am crawling up these stairs. I like get over to this cat, and then I just like plop face down on the ground. <laughs> he kind of lets out a meow, um, and I'm going to say that this is the end of your chapter. The end. Um, you are now on your way to Sage Luca's Water Palace. You've collapsed in front of Neko, the uh, the friendly traveling merchant. And yeah, that was your, your chapter here. Thank you, everyone, for listening. With that, all three of our heroes are headed to the Water Palace to meet with Sage Luca. If you enjoyed this episode, we hope you'll come back and listen to the rest of the podcast as it's uploaded. If you just can't wait, we do have other RPG casts up on the site. Just visit GameCola.net to listen to our Crystalis or our Final Fantasy RPG casts run by Nathaniel Hoover. You might also like our Hacks and Slash podcast where we do dramatic readings of bad fanfiction. Or maybe you just want to hear us talk about video games on a regular monthly podcast hosted by Joe, who is playing as the sprite today. We also have reviews and plenty of other content on the site. GameCola.net It's been a long episode, so I'll go ahead and end here. But once again, thank you for listening, and we hope you'll continue on the adventure with us.